You're about to enjoy an It Takes Three Network podcast. Some say love is a river. Some say love is a silly song. Some say love is all around us. It lifts us up where we belong. Some say love is hearing laughter in the rain. But on the Upper East Side, we all know love is pain. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Three Gossip Girls, a Gossip Girl podcast. I'm Liz. And I'm Michelle. Tonight we watched Season 3, Episode 5, Rufus Getting Married. Original air date, October 12th of 2009. Written by Layla Gerstein and directed by Ron Fortunato. Lily and Rufus decide to move up their wedding day. Chuck discovers a secret that Carter has been keeping from Serena. Dan and Vanessa are pulled into one of Georgina's schemes when she lures Scott back to New York on a ruse to break up Lily and Rufus. Wow. Georgina, she's back. She sure is, and with vengeance. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, we knew it was coming, though. Right, we knew it was coming. Last episode, we left off where she was like, hey, I'm here, Scott. Let's talk. We didn't really know why she was going to find him. But now, because Dan broke up with her, she's out for for revenge. Yeah, you don't break up with Georgina. No, oh, no, man. Never. All right. So, in honor of Lily and Rufus's wedding, the wedding nuptials, Michelle and I had something a little bubbly tonight. Um, in honor of them, I titled it, I Do, because Aww, why not? Sweet. Yeah. They finally said I do after 20 years of loving each other, so it only felt fitting for me to call it that. Yes. All right. So we jump right into the episode. We open up with all these montages of love. All of our younger couples are really feeling the uh, love bug these days, <laughs> except for Rufus and Lily. So, and they're the ones who should be filming And they it, should honestly. be. They're the ones who are engaged. So you're like, right. oh, our parents aren't doing so hot. Yeah. So Rufus, he ends up sleeping on the couch. Uh, so I don't know if it's in the chat we were talking. It's been a week, apparently. Um, so maybe he's been sleeping on the couch for a week. It's pretty I shitty. I guess so. Yeah. That sucks. Rufus then... Tells Dan he needs to sleep in his old bed, and he doesn't really know for how long. So, I funny, because I guess I've been harping on this idea that Dan goes to college and dorms. But it seems as though he's not dorming. I was <laughs> you know? confused about that. That was actually a question I had for you, because we've seen him on campus in the cafe, but and in the dorm looking for others. But we haven't seen his dorm. Right. So I guess I could have sworn last season he said, I'll stay. This is before he even thought he got into Yale or thought he got rejected from Yale. He said, oh, well, you know, if I get into NYU, I could stay at the dorms, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, okay, had that in my head that he stayed at the dorms, forgetting what happens this entire season. But I mean, obviously, we know 
he goes to campus. So it's not like we didn't see him there. I just assumed that, okay, Dan was going to the dorms too, but I didn't really remember anything about his dorm experience. So right, right, yeah. I guess, I guess he's staying at the loft by himself, which is totally awesome. I mean, wouldn't you want your entire house to yourself while you're studying at college? It's like I a bachelor pad. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, so Rufus decides he wants to come home because him and Lily are not having, uh, they're not seeing eye to eye. And so Dan then calls Serena to chat about their parents' issues, and (laughs) they decide that they need to sit down and talk about it before things get really out of hand. Do you think this was a Sag moment? Yeah, I guess it was a Sag moment. We can give them credit for this. Okay. Um, I think... All of their children in this episode definitely, like, stepped up to the plate as far as being, like, good children. So, Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. We can give a Sag Award. There you go, Mike and uh, Sean. Just Together. for you guys. Just for you guys. <laughs> so they scheme this plot for the Humphreys to head to their favorite diner and then follow in the Vanderwoodsons. And Lily and Rufus realize they were set up parent trap style. So... <laughs> Both sets of parents, uh, both sets of children set up their parents. The kids end up leaving, and now they are allowed, you know, allowing them to talk it out, and so they do so. However, they have sweet conversations about old times and the Sonic Youth concert he opened up for, and this moment is just ultimately ruined when Rufus says that he found a potential spot uh, for them to get married and everything was just very Rufus style in in Lily's opinion, not in my opinion, but I, she, I think she blew that out of proportion a little bit. But she was saying, I'm a woman of standards and I need my wedding needs to be a certain way. And Rufus was like, why don't we just do this kind of like our thing? But at this point, Lily and him don't see eye to eye, and they decide not to talk about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, because she's done such big weddings for all her past marriages. So at this point, do you really need the big to-do? But she's still stuck on the expectations that come with being Lily Bass. Right. And as we see throughout the episode, too, she is afraid. She's afraid to really own up to the fact that Rufus is unlike any other guy she's loved. She's loved. She loves him so completely different, and their relationship is so completely different. So she's just scared to be, like, a wife to someone that she really loves and have their families mesh. I think she's just afraid. Right. Yeah. So... She mulls it over. He mulls it over. The two of them are looking at old photos to get, uh, separately. They both decide to head to each other's apartments and miss each other. But then they call each other and they decide they're going to leap and get married the next day. So right the next day, within 24 hours, these two are going to be married. So were you excited about this? We got to see a wedding. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I felt that this is the way it would be done. You know? Yeah. It makes sense for them. Some some way around this. Yeah. So before we discuss the wedding itself, we have to sum up what's happening with our other characters. So we open the episode with Serena and Carter, who are staying at the Waldorf penthouse. They're eating breakfast, and they're both discussing how they actually don't really have any money. Seba- uh, Sebastian. <laughs> Carter's family cut him off and Serena is working for Casey and her and her mom are not really on good terms since she deferred from Brown. And so 
They are talking about that. And Carter tells Serena that she should definitely talk to Lily about this. And then Serena says that she wants Carter to go hang out with her friends for dim sum in her place. I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> like, you, you need going? some cheering up. You just go with my group, even though Chuck hates you. Right? I was like, wait, what? Serena, that was the stupidest thing you've ever said, but okay. Um, and then mentions to Carter that Blair absolutely hates Nate's new girlfriend, Bree. And so then once Carter hears Bree's name, he's like, oh, no, I'm good. I don't need to go to this. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. So Serena then goes to see Lily, who is reminiscing on her past marriages. And Serena apologizes about Brown And Lily states that it's all Rufus's fault and he just doesn't get it. And so Serena is very confused by this because she thinks they're like the it perfect couple. And so then Jenny and Eric come in and they have to fill her in on what's been happening. So she's been out of the loop since she's not living there. Did you think it was weird that Lily reminisced over old weddings? Yeah, a bit. Um, Do people do that? I don't think you look through old wedding albums if you get divorced. Right. But, maybe. I mean, we don't really know to the extent of what happened in these relationships. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a bit weird to go back and look at these, being that all of those are failed marriages. Not saying, like, any of them are better or worse than the other, but, like, it doesn't make any sense if... That's something in the past. And then I was joking, too, in the chat, like, even the one picture of her and Klaus, whichever one it was, like, he's not even looking at the camera. His face is completely hidden. Right. Right. It's just capturing how she felt in the moment, which she can reminisce on. Right. So, yeah, I I thought that was a bit strange as well. And then Serena's like, what are you doing? Also, the wedding album she was looking at was apparently Serena's favorite wedding of Lily's. So, yeah, whatever. All right. Let's sum up the morning of Dan and Vanessa and Georgina. So our buddy Olivia, she is in Tokyo for, I guess, a movie, I suppose. And her and Dan are still dating. And in order for them to chat, they have to IM each other. So I think that this is really funny. <laughs> yeah. And IM, for those of you who are much younger than us, is instant messenger. Or just for you guys, it's really just... You know, an iChat, <laughs> an iMessage. Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> but using a computer. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is these days. Facebook Messenger. Yeah, DMs, exactly. All of that, iMessenger. And Dan says to Vanessa that he has to use her screen name because every time he logs in under his, Georgina bombards him with messages. <laughs> so uh, already you can tell Georgina is still on the hunt to end up with Padgy Boy. So then Vanessa suggests to Padge that he needs to email Georgina to tell her that he is dating someone else. And then she also mentions that she hasn't heard from Scott, so maybe he didn't really like her after all. And the two of them part ways, and Dan decides, like, yeah, maybe I will will tell Georgina, but just not now. It's not a good time. Georgina then comes back into town and she surprises Vanessa at the cafe and she questions <laughs> Vanessa on all why Dan won't speak to her and so Vanessa like lists all these bullet points of reasons on why Padge isn't interested and so Georgina says well you better get him interested because I 
have dirt on you and Scott. And I know that Scott is really Dan's brother. This is such a long con. Right? I know. She really went all out for this. She traveled for this. She went to Boston for this. It's It's just commitment. So she tells Vanessa, you better do this for me or I will tell your secret and I'll tell the whole world who Scott is and that he's a Humphrey. And so (laughs) later on, Vanessa calls Dan to hint that Olivia may be cheating on him with Orlando Bloom Hmm. and looks like she might have a baby bump. And Dan's like, no, that's just bloat. I think, you know, she's fine. We're totally fine. And he doesn't really, you know, buy anything that she's selling because he knows Olivia, or at least he thinks he does, and just doesn't sound like her. And Georgina's, like, coaching Vanessa at this point. Like, you know, you need to say all these bullet points. And Vanessa's like, I never had to lie about something like this before, so sorry if I'm not doing it right. Then later on, when Rufus and Lily are having their lunch, Jenny, Eric, and Dan are talking about how Vanessa's been acting strange, saying that maybe Olivia is not being faithful to him. And Jenny's like, oh, well, Vanessa's totally been in love with you forever, so that must be what it is. She's just jealous. And so they're putting all of these thoughts into his head, making him believe that Vanessa actually, like, is really in love with him. Right. So he's like, wait, huh? What? So Dan comes to see Vanessa, and he catches her (laughs) photoshopping (laughs) Olivia's face. This is so funny. This is so bad. And she's like, oh, shit, no, you can't be here. And so they're both, like, talking over each other, trying to explain themselves. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. And she tells Dan the truth of the reason why she's doing what she's doing is because Georgina is blackmailing her. And Scott is your brother. And so I'm glad that this all came out. Me too. Sooner than later. And I'm glad it came out in this moment because he's... When he says, like, clearly you're in love with me in, you know, so few words. Right. She's like, I'm not in love with you. And she could have beat around the bush or be like, I just can't tell you. But I'm just so glad she said it. Me too. I I really, truly think she was going to tell him a lot earlier. Yeah, we did talk about that. When Georgina came in and ruined it again, she just didn't. And so she's been holding on to this secret for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. So to sum up... The rest of our crew, we have Chuck, Blair, Nate, and Bree. As we said, they went to a dim sum lunch. And Blair is complaining about Georgina. And so Bree is trying to relate to her about her nightmare of a roommate. And Blair is so horribly rude to her. She's awful. She's awful. Just and so I, uncalled for. And why? Why is she so rude? Is it is it jealousy? Is it? What's the core here? I don't know. I think, and Chuck does say a little bit later on, like, oh, Nate's moving on, but you need to move on too. It's like, well, she doesn't love him anymore, so why does she have to hold, right, like, a jealousy t- to right. it? I don't really understand it either. But they bring up Carter, how Serena's dating Carter, and you can tell Brie is very interested, and Chuck catches on that Brie is interested. And so... She states that their families used to vacation together. And then Blair continually insults her. And so she gets up from the table. So when she gets up, she goes to the kitchen to make a phone call. And 
Chuck follows her and he says that any enemy of Carter's is a friend of mine. And so she tells Chuck that Serena needs to watch out for Carter. Yeah. And during this time, Nate also confronts Blair saying, why are you being so awful to Bree? And this is Blair's reasoning. She claims that women are never that nice. What? She wasn't even being that nice. She was just trying to have a conversation. And the thing is, is Blair is never that nice to other women. No, yeah, Blair she's very cannot, catty, catty like that. Yeah, she can't. She cannot get along with others. She always has to be on top. She feels that she's superior to everybody else except for her inner circle that she will that she's loyal to. Right, which is really truly Nate and Serena and Chuck. And that's right, it. right. But every everyone else, she, every other woman for the most part, she treats like dirt. She does. Yeah, she's got a very petty childish catty side to her which of course we knew but no i know just seeing it you're just like come on blair no respect no right and so later on that day chuck is massaging blair and she's still obsessed on hating on brie and then and then what gets me is blair just starts defending carter making statements on oh leave him alone serena's happy brings out a different side of her i'm like uh like two episodes ago you were like paying for a ticket for him to get the hell out of here so right yeah she just is very one-minded whenever it's convenient for her which yeah really is frustrating it is it really yeah. is and also she mentions that carter is staying at her house with serena so now chuck knows where carter is okay so we've summed up the first day to sum up the second day wedding plans are on their way and everyone and the minions are on deck to help out and they are checking all of their boxes and hoping that sonic youth will come to perform and jenny of course is making lily's wedding dress as we knew that she would wouldn't be anyone else of course and so then lily you can see her struggling to write her vows and as she's telling them to serena they are basically the same vows that she said to klaus and serena tells her that this isn't like your other weddings and rufus is very special and you can tell lily is just she can't put pen to paper and write something authentic which is a bad sign to her and it's a bad sign in general i guess it's like ooh, can't write your vows i mean it's hard to of course to think of the words but she couldn't think of really anything to yeah. say about him then we had a scene where Vanessa is pressuring Dan to take care of things with Georgina, and he pretty much has to put on this act to buy time and not ruin Lily and Rufus's wedding. What and was so, his plan here? I I don't know how long he was planning on pretending to like her. Right. I think maybe they just wanted to get through that day and not have anything ruined for Lily and Rufus and then take care of it. But even so, I don't really know yeah. what he was planning on doing there. Um, but he claims to want to date Georgina and he wants to hit the reset button. And so Georgina takes that as he's inviting her to his father's wedding. <laughs> and he's like, no, maybe tomorrow would be best. And realizes that you know ooh, this this is go too far here and so he leaves they have this really intense ridiculous kiss 
But and then of course Regina and then he doesn't grab her ass. Yeah. So she's like, oh my God, he's lying. Right. She's like, hmm, okay. Now I know that he's a lying sack of shit. Carter is on the phone with Serena and asking how things are going. He realizes that Chuck has made an appearance at the Waldorf house, and so he hangs up with her. And Chuck claims that he's giving Charter Charter. Carter. (laughs) That's their ship name, Charter. Carter, two choices. You can either tell Serena the truth about your past with the Buckleys or leave town without really ever saying goodbye. And so you can tell Carter doesn't want to have to make this choice, but ultimately we know what he decides to do. Georgina meets up with Scott at the bus station and he's back he's back with wearing another button down it's like all this kid wears is button downs i've never seen him in a t-shirt it's funny too because i wrote down that i love nate's button down i love padge's button down but then scott wears a button down i'm like come on man i don't like your button down it's like stiff he just looks like it's like too big too baggy on him doesn't really fit Right. And so Georgina says that they're they have somewhere to be and he's like, "Oh, did you talk to Vanessa? And is she happy that I'm going to be coming?" And she's like, "Oh no, we're going to go surprise her and we're going to get you a tie." So <laughs> shit's going to hit the fan very soon. Lily and Rufus are able to get married at the Brooklyn Botanical Gardens and have this like very beautiful garden party type wedding. And Serena is worried that Carter hasn't shown up yet and Blair assures her he will and she's not, you know, not to worry about it. Then Nate arrives with Bree and it's very clear that she's looking for someone or something and is distracted. She even like cheers as Chuck across the room like, yeah, here we go. Right. <laughs> We're in cahoots. Right. Here we and are. also her and Chuck don't believe Carter to come because of what they know and it would be really risky if he does so they're they're banking on him not coming and so then Blair says to Chuck that if you know I I know Carter's gonna come and if you send him packing then like you know that's really shitty Serena really likes him and Chuck's like we'll see you know not, not to rush any decisions yet on Carter Then Jenny and Lily have a really sweet moment where she's helping her put on her dress and Jenny states that Rufus is the happiest she's ever seen him and she can't wait for Lily to hear his vows. And this just makes Lily just, oh, just pushes her over the edge because she's like, she feels so insecure. So insecure. She's like, well, uh, my vows are, she thinks they're nothing great. She couldn't come up with anything. So I, I wouldn't want to be in that position. (laughs) No, me neither. So Carter does show up after all, and he says that he risked pretty much everything to be there. And what I really liked is he immediately goes to tell Serena why he's there, even though it sucks timing-wise, like this is her mother's wedding and she should be enjoying herself. But he doesn't really beat around the bush when he tells her that the reason he and the Buckleys have issues is because... He got himself into some gambling debt and needed money really quickly to pay it off and so found this woman uh, named Beth and that ended up being Bree's cousin and he'd made a rash decision to propose to her thinking that he's going to get a really lump a big lump sum of lump sum of money right away and so 
he left her at the altar because he couldn't go through with it. And he tells Serena all of this. And now it makes sense to the incident that Brie talked about in the first time we meet her. Oh, my cousin got left at the altar. I wasn't there. Yeah, that's and right. And at first... And, you know, when you hear that, you're like, okay, it doesn't sound like such... I mean, obviously, it's a horrible, devastating thing to happen to someone, but her reasoning now makes a lot more sense. So I get it. And this news, of course, upsets Serena, as it would anyone, and she just gets up and leaves and says she has to go attend to her mother. Georgina arrives and dan is shocked that she's there asking i thought we were supposed to have plans tomorrow and georgina said yeah we are but i have a present for rufus and (laughs) oh boy boy do you so at this point you can see in lily's face rufus can see in lily's eyes that something is wrong she's clearly having hesitations And she says, like, we can't agree on anything. We don't know how to raise our our children together. And the stakes are too high to take a risk like this. And then as they're fighting, Rufus is trying to defend, saying, you're just afraid. You always do this. We're going to be fine. And they're going back and forth. And then Scott comes lurking (laughs) in the background. This is just so painful to watch. And he puts his nose where he doesn't belong. And Lily gives him a piece of her mind saying, who are you? You, This is a private event. Get the hell out of here. And he just like starts crying like a little baby and leaves and like, you know, walks off. And so then Georgina immediately comes in and Lily says to Rufus, like, do you know this guy? And he's like, yeah, it's Andrew, our son's brother. And then Georgina's like, no, actually, He's your love child and just like walks off. And so the whole group, all of their children, even Nate and like Bree are listening to their conversation about how Scott is actually their love child. And Dan just found out and he didn't want to ruin the wedding day. But yeah, this is your son. And now, yeah. And so Rufus is so shaken up. You can tell he's devastated and immediately it was like without a doubt i'm going after him and so then lily says yeah this is our son i'm coming with you so that was it was sweet to see that no it was serena she's sitting alone carter comes up to her to talk but he told her that the reason why he is confessing all this because he does actually care about her so much and then you see brie approach Carter because Serene doesn't really want anything to do with Carter at this point, unfortunately for him. And he sees Bree, both of Bree's big burly cousins yeah. are standing behind her. And Carter says, let's not do this now. Tells her where he's staying. And so you can find me there. That's where we'll talk. Yikes. Big Yikes. <laughs> Rufus and Lily are having trouble finding Scott, and Lily feels so guilty with what she said to him, not knowing that that was her son, and doesn't understand why Rufus is kind of so passionate in this. And Rufus says that love can fix everything, which is so naive, but also very romantic to say. And he tells Lily, look, you're pushing me away because you love me the absolute most, and that's scary to you, and that's why you're deflecting having a great wedding day. And so 
they finally find a very, very sad Scott who is <laughs> perpetually sad. I shouldn't even say that. He's always no, sad. No, but he's like extra soppy and sad. He's so gloomy. Like everything about him, it's almost just like he. if you see a smile crack from him, it's actually like frightening. Yeah. That's how like gloomy yeah. he is. <laughs> and so I had to laugh at this scene, of course. They're talking to Scott, trying to apologize, and Lily's saying, I didn't know who you were, and we feel so terrible. And so Scott says that he came to terms with the fact that Lily and Rufus gave him up, but he just, because they weren't ready, but he can't get over the fact that they didn't love each other. I know. And the fact that they weren't going to go through their wedding I don't... Like, that means everything to him. I don't understand this at all because the parents that adopted him are married. Right. His parents, his parents, as I view it, mom and dad are married. And what we seem like, I mean, they're shitty for lying, but they are together. Right. They seem like good parents. And they love each other. So now you finally meet your birth parents and they just so happen to be going through this weirdness, and you're so upset because they might not love each other? What? Right. Like, that's what you're worried about? I don't understand. But, I mean, it just added to the fact that Scott was already a super corny character, and yeah. it just, like, amplified that a hundred times, and it just, it was funny, it, and I laughed out loud. And you know what? I think <laughs> it would have been better if, let's say, he didn't get adopted, grew up in the foster care system, always wanted just two parents who loved each other and ended up together and were married. And then he finally finds out and it's like, wow, I found my my birth parents and they're actually still together and they love each other. That to me would have been just more believable than this. Yeah, same. It just, it just felt just really corny. Yeah. And so... To make matters even more corny, Rufus says that despite what Scott just saw, Lily and Rufus truly love each other, and Lily explains why she was so hesitant to marry him, and she couldn't let herself truly love anyone until now, and she is ready. And then it did a tear did come to my eye when she said, like, I was, I've been waiting my whole life to be able to hold you in my arms, and I've imagined, you know, finding out... Your son was killed and then not killed. Yeah. <laughs> well, not killed, but died. It's a and lot. Yeah. So she was just so, I mean, she's learning about this within like a half hour span of time. Yes. I have my son. He's still alive. And now I'm meeting him for the first time. And all she wants to do is just hug him. And so the three of them hug. They have a very sweet family moment. And I thought it was just, it was nice to see the three of them finally reunite as they should. Yeah. Yeah. So Scott does stick around, and Lily and Rufus have an extremely intimate wedding at the loft, and their vows end up being so sweet and genuine. And then Kim Gordon from Sonic Youth apparently is an officiant, and she leads their wedding. I'm like, this is random, (laughs) but okay. And they talk about how they are so happy to have all of their children at this wedding. So I thought that was really sweet. Very sweet. And you do see Serena, she like turns around to like glance at Scott like, oh, hey, brother, it's nice to have you here. Yeah. Then Lily and Serena have a discussion where she admits if Serena was at Brown, then this wedding probably wouldn't have happened. And so they reconcile their differences. Scott apologizes to Dan about 
not telling him who he really was. And so Eric and Jenny come over and they ask Scott if he wa- if he likes board games. And what I assumed, she was going to go get a board game, but then Scott was leaving. So I guess they weren't going to play after all. Right. And so he says he's going to head back to Boston. Lily said that there's always an open invitation and he thinks that he'll take her up on that maybe during the holiday season. So then that's where... Scott heads off. Goodbye, Scott, for Chuck, now. Bye, Scott. <laughs> bye for now. So Chuck goes to see a very sad Serena, and he reveals that Carter actually risked everything to come to the wedding and tell her what happened, and so he must really care about her. And he also mentions that the Brockleys have him like in their custody sort of and she says do you think that they're going to hurt him and i it's believed that they probably will <laughs> yeah i mean yes and so then Nate finds out from Blair about everything that happens with Bree's family so he goes up to Bree and asks her about Carter and he calls her out for using him and she doesn't deny it but she does apologize for hurting him. She does say she did like him, but really and truly it's not enough because the two of them are always going to be enemies. Their families will always be enemies. And so Nate's like, just leave. And that was it for Nate and Bray. Very typical in my I, opinion. Seriously, another woman using him. Yeah, it's really starting to get so tiring at this point to watch Nate just have unsuccessful just relationships that are for someone else's benefit like there's a purpose to why people like reach out to him and seek him out yeah. and it's just and probably and just not fun honestly how unfair for nate too to go through right all this. <laughs> right yeah and so serena ends up leaving carter a message and as she's leaving that message we pan to carter in the back of a car in between two of the big cousins and it's not looking like a good situation for him and then our last scene is that dan mentions to blair that georgina got away but actually blair says well no i have a plan and you see vanya pretending to be a prince and he's flirting with Georgina and he wants her to come back to his home country. And so of course she accepts. And then you see Dorota in the background, like they're scheming something. So good. I loved that. So good. So I'm excited for that. It's really interesting. Oh, cool. Um, Okay, cool. Yeah. So that's where we uh, end the episode. So overall, what did you think? Did you like Lily and Rufus's wedding? Did you like this episode? Yeah, I I definitely felt entertained by it, and with all the ridiculousness ridiculousness going on, Georgina is a hoot, and I know she's so ridiculous that I love it. <laughs> I Me find too. that she adds the good drama. Yeah, she's. I think she's a perfect villain for the audience to watch. She's super interesting. She's really, like, bitchy when she wants to be, but then she's really just kind of crazy, and you have to laugh at her because sometimes she's so incredibly desperate. Yeah. And she's just, I mean, she's human like everyone, I guess, but it is it is fun to watch her be the villain, especially because she gets on under Blair's skin the most. Yeah, she said Poppy got deported. Yeah, she actually... Uh, 
got got Poppy deported after that whole Ponzi scheme. Awesome. See, that's great. (laughs) Yeah. That's great. Yeah. So she is good for a lot of things. She just, she's very good at manipulating and scheming. So you just definitely don't want to be on her bad side. I think I just appreciate her this time around because she's adding, she adds such an element to it where I find humorous and it's very entertaining. Right. Yeah. Because the other villain type figures we've had on the show definitely are not funny right. by any means right. they're always just rooted evil and yeah. it's not fun to watch you just feel hate but with georgina you love to hate her so yeah win-win yes all right so we are going to take a break when we come back we're going to do our segments when we start our questions and comments we have a very special patron guest shannon who won the raffle this month for this episode so we are really excited to chat with her and you guys have some great questions to ask her so stay tuned Hey guys, sorry to interrupt your break, but just wanted to jump in here and say that in a few seconds, you're going to hear our questions and comments section with our patron, Shannon. We had a great time with her. She was an amazing co-host. We Skyped her in this week. Michelle and I actually Skyped this week as well. We're totally fine. Not to worry. We will be back with each other next week in person, Um, but the Skype call doesn't sound great in my opinion. Um, Nothing I can do about that post-editing. Shannon sounds great. However, I don't sound that great, which is fine because the guest should sound amazing. Just wanted to give you a little PSA before we come back from break because the quality does drastically change and then it will change again once we hang up with Shannon. So what you see is what you get, unfortunately. But Hopefully you can look past that. Still a great episode. Shannon has amazing insight, so stay tuned. Thanks. Hello, Three Gossip Girl listeners. My name is Adrian, and like you, I'm a huge fan of Michelle, Liz, and the It Takes Three network. For those of you who don't know me, I'm a passionate entrepreneur, podcast consultant, and the host of She's So Cool, a female empowerment podcast designed to help you uplevel your mindset and your business by providing you with stories about and interviews with strong and influential women who are pursuing their passions in life. On my show, I have narrative episodes about the lives of many household names, like Lizzo, Yoko Ono, Princess Diana, and more. I've also interviewed some really incredible women, like Ashley Flowers of Crime Junkie Podcast, Zulfa Aishak of The Cosmic Feminist, and Sam Laura Brown of The Perfectionism Project. She's So Cool also discusses the psychosocial phenomena that impact women and how to overcome them so that you can experience more happiness and success in your life and business. These topics include things like self-care, imposter syndrome, perfectionism, and more. I invite you to add She's So Cool to your regular podcast rotation, where each episode will inspire you to embrace who you are, love yourself fiercely, and pursue your dreams. 
Before we get back to the show, like many of you, I watched Gossip Girl back when it was on TV, and I stuck through to the end because I really wanted to know who Gossip Girl was. I want you to DM me on Instagram at fempowermedia if you also know who Gossip Girl is and what your reaction was when you found out. I look forward to chatting with you soon. Welcome back from break. Hope you guys enjoyed. We are with a very special guest right now, our patron, Shannon. Hello, everyone. So happy to have Shannon. Uh, What did you think of this episode? This is actually one of my favorite episodes. Oh, I'm so glad we got you on then. Wedding episodes are are always a favorite of mine on any show, so I was really excited I got to do this. Oh, yeah, we're so excited, too. All right, so we're going to come back with our questions and comments. We do have some people that want to ask you questions as well. So I'm going to start with at Mrs. Boquist, a.k.a. Jess, one of our patrons. Her thoughts are that she doesn't understand why Blair still has beef with Brie. And if she's happy, why does she care about who Nate dates? Is this jealousy or something else? I don't really understand this. Do you have any insight, Shannon, on what maybe Blair was thinking? Because Michelle and I just don't really understand why she could be so jealous if she's moved on. I don't really get it either, to be perfectly honest. It's always been a bit of a head-scratcher for me. Like, okay, she's not all that interesting, but is she really worth hating? Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. we were saying, too, Blair, is it just she doesn't like other women in the circle that's not Serena. Right. Maybe that's it. You know, yeah, she always I has to be on top. Threatened. Yeah. Right. Threatened. Yeah. Maybe she senses like a powerhouse in Brie and she's maybe someone that could be on, not obviously no one's on Blair's level, but someone that can definitely hold her own. And maybe Blair feels just threatened by that, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. She's something else that Blair, maybe, but maybe it's because she's not afraid of her because right. so many people are afraid of her. Oh, so, so true. Good point. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Jess says that it also bothers her. <laughs> this made me laugh that Lily does the fake kiss cheek things with her own children. <laughs> It's so cold. Why is that so cold? Why does she do that? I mean, I, I don't get it. I, I used, my mom and I, like, will kiss each other on the lips. Like, that's how, you know, affectionate we are. So I don't really get that, like, blow kiss type of thing. I used to do that for fun with my aunt. Just when we greet my Aunt Janet in North Carolina. That's how oh, we yeah. greet each other. Just for right. fun. I mean, it's cute, but I feel like she probably does this to her children all the time. Right. <laughs> I just thought it was a rich person thing. Yeah, society. That too. Right. Like society has bred her to be like that. And you know Cece never actually hugged or kissed them. So I <laughs> oh guess my it God, makes you're sense. Right. <laughs> yeah, it just like stems from who your parents are, you know? Yeah. Um Jess actually loved when Jenny sends home the minion that couldn't contribute. You can tell that Blair <laughs> is so proud. Totally. Yeah, I love that. Me too. They like give each other eyes. And Blair's like, okay, Jenny, I see you. It's funny. I like that scene. 
And she said, speaking of Jenny, what is happening with her hair? <laughs> I have that in my notes. I'm just yeah. like, oh, Jenny's hair. It's just, she bleached it so much that it's almost white. And it's just not a flattering color. I mean, I think she still looks good overall. I'm not yeah. hating on her style, but I feel like the color is just clearly not a natural color. And I was saying in the chat that even like Serena's blonde is just very flattering. It's a it's a nice color. It's suitable for like her skin tone. And Jenny is just like very stark white blonde. Yeah, there's no dimension to it at right. all. And she still has those long extensions in, and it just uh, looks yeah, so it stringy. Just, it needs a conditioning treatment. Yes, it needs a heavy-duty conditioning mask on the tips. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Jess also mentioned she loved the scheme at the end with Vanya and Georgina, as did we. Very, very exciting. I thought Black Ops Dorota was so cute with yes! her little... <laughs> she is the cutest. She was so cute at the wedding with her, like, hat, and she was so cute at the... I just love her up so much. I want to eat her. She's so adorable. I yeah. know. That's all for Jess. We're going to go over to Tisha's questions at Letitia Dominique states that she was a bit annoyed at Lily for a bit of this episode. It's Rufus. Come on. You know who he is. But she also loved the happy family ending. I thought that was sweet. Yeah. We did definitely thought that was sweet, of course. Me too. Yes. And she hopes that this is the end of Brie so that Nate can get a good storyline. Poor Nate, man. <laughs> How do you feel about Nate's character, Shannon? I always liked him. I But the more I've watched the show, because this will now have been like my maybe fourth time rewatching it. Oh, nice. I've noticed that they do him so dirty. They he I feel like he's kind of pushed aside a lot. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. I don't I'm I'm not gonna share any spoilers, but I feel like in later season when he finally does get some focus put on him, it's not great. I Aww. totally agree. And I I'm that looking stinks. forward to discussing, but also it sucks for for Nate. So um she gives this episode a three out of three glasses of gossip. She Ooh. said it was a solid one. So I'm glad that you enjoyed this, Tish. It got a three out of three. That's the first time uh, since Tish has been uh, rating us on that scale. <laughs> she also mentions there are two deleted scenes on this DVD. One where Eric helps Rufus button up his cuff links. And he tells Rufus this is the only one of Lily's husbands that he feels like is a father to him. So that must have been sweet. Yeah. And the other one is when Jenny and Serena are seeing that Lily, her vows are blank. So I guess it was a short scene with that. Okay. Man, I wish they yeah. had to cut that. Me I know. Too. I would have liked to see the Eric Rufus thing because we got the Jenny and Lily, which was really appreciated. But I would have liked to see Rufus and Eric. Like, give Eric more screen yeah, time. Yeah, really. I love him. Me too. I adore him. All right. So her questions. Michelle, do you think Scott will become a regular, regularly, wow, I can't speak, regularly occurring character? Oh, my God. Why was it so hard for me? I, Do you think he's going to be a character, I guess I should say? I don't think so, because the fact that it's almost like he was so emotional, and then at the wedding, Patch, in, you know, in certain words, was like, hey, don't be a stranger. And he's like, yeah, maybe I'll hit you guys up on the holidays. Right. I was like, very up in the air. Okay, so you're going back to your family, and now you found out your biological 
parents, which is great, but I don't think, and my question for you was, is he on the island? He is on the island. What? (laughs) Are you kidding me? I just, solely my cat is sitting next to me. She just jumped out of a slumber. Are you? I, this show is so infuriating. Oh, you know what? Just continue. I need a moment. I'm so happy that Shannon got that genuine reaction from you. But um, yeah, so I've told you in the past that the storylines that you get interested in, a lot of times they just kind of poof and vanish. This is definitely one of them on uh, articles about Gossip Girl and like plot holes and things. This is one of them that people definitely have a gripe with throughout the years. So I know. A gripe? Like why did... Was this just to get Rufus and Lily actually married? I I really don't know. Do you have any insight on that, Shannon? <laughs> it, it bothers me, too. It's like, oh, we spent, like, the better part of a season keeping the secret, trying to find this person, thinking he was dead, but now he's not dead, and now he's gone. Why? Yeah. <laughs> and I don't even remember, to be honest, if they reference him. Again, <laughs> I, think no. or, I think once or twice he gets yeah. brought up, but not in a meaningful way. Right. Like the, the bigger moments that you expect him to be there for, he's definitely not. So, uh, yeah. So, sorry, no. Michelle. So sorry he didn't even get thing. closure with Vanessa either. No, no closure for that either. Yeah. Like, was he just using oh. her? Another using situation? I don't know. Do you think he was? I think there was a part of him that was still a good guy that did care about her feelings, but I don't know if he was like so into it that he would rather be with her than have his secret told. So I don't know. I don't think he was malicious, but I don't know if he really truly had feelings like she did, which unfortunate for her. Yeah. Yeah. That's Yeah. Tish asks Shannon, what originally made you watch Gossip Girl for the first time? Um, I watched the pilot actually when it first aired way back when. And I just I, I read the first book and I thought that it held up pretty well. And then I kind of didn't watch any more of it. And then uh, fast forward to my college years when I was desperately trying to avoid doing any real work. I thought, <laughs> hmm, maybe I'll watch this show again. And now. We're here. And that's your fourth time watching it through? Yeah. Just something you put on the background type of thing? or It's, it's almost like a comfort thing for me now yeah. because I, I enjoyed it. I'm a huge sucker for, like, corny teen dramas. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to so, our network. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it's just sort of like a comfort thing for me now because I, I don't have to pay attention to it. So if I'm, like, trying to sleep or get work done and I don't feel like putting music on, I can put that on. And right. There we go. That's what you've been doing at work, Michelle, right? Yeah, I know. I've been. That's what got me doing Gilmore Girls and then Schitt's Creek for the seventh time or however time it is. What is your favorite TV show of all time, Shannon? Oh, my God. Um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Oh, oh, that was such a good one. I I never finished the series, but I know I, I was really into it when it first came out. I should revisit that. You really, really should, and you should make another podcast about it, and oh. you should bring it on. <laughs> oh. It's like, that was a really good one. I never saw it. I know, Michelle, you liked it for a period, but I, I, I never personally wonderful. watched it. Wonderful. Yeah. 
All right, so we're going to go over to Vic's questions at Muse Chick. She said, loved Rufus and Lily's small wedding and is happy that they know now know about Scott. Georgina is such a bitch, blurting out Scott's secret. <laughs> True. Oh, Vic she felt- my skin crawl. I know. Uh, Vic felt bad for Nate, but he really missed his opportunity with Vanessa. Shannon, do you ship Natessa? I love them together. Yay! Okay, I'm glad. The whole time you guys were discussing that, I was, like, cheering in the background. Like, yes! Someone (laughs) gets it! Yeah, because I... That was the the number one relationship besides Rufus and Lily that we were truly excited for. Especially in the beginning of the show. So, yeah, that was unfortunate. But... Uh, she also loved that Blair set up Georgina, and she wonders where she'll end up. Her questions, Shannon, what are your thoughts on the relationships on this show? Do you favor one over the other? So, I guess chair versus pa- Sag. Or I'm also curious about this, there for Shannon. I, I don't particularly love either of the main ships on this show, to be perfectly honest. Um, I... I I think, uh, uh, oh God, um, I think Padge and, and what's it, what's her face, uh, Serena. <laughs> I don't know what just happened to my brain. Uh, we're <laughs> super cute in like the first season when they were first going out, and then and now it's just sort of like we do, we don't, and it's very it's exhausting to watch, and it makes my head hurt. Yeah, <laughs> and it's right. like the basically like they'll get back together, and suddenly. They'll remember all the reasons they broke up in the first place. Like, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's, it's hard to watch. Yeah, definitely. Um, and what about Cher? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sorry, guys. Well, that's I'm, all right. I'm, I mean, yeah. if you listen, you know that we are not on Team Chair currently. Um, don't know if we'll ever get there at this point, which I never thought I'd say all those years ago. But when you watched the show for the first time, did you have a favorite couple or a favorite character? And then did it change as you watched it again? Um, <laughs> I feel like my favorite character changes every time, but honestly, I absolutely love Rufus and Lily as a couple. Yeah, I think that me they're too. so fun together. And, you know, especially now knowing that there was that whole deleted scene with, with Eric and, and yeah. Rufus, yeah. oh, you're like a father to me. That's just like, yeah. it's, it's so wholesome. And Definitely. genuine. It just comes off yeah. genuine. It yeah. feels like it feels like a real relationship where they have yep. problems and yep. things happen and it's like realistic problems. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely. Agreed to that one. Uh, she also asked, do you think that Chuck offered Carter an out so that he didn't have to see his stepsister hurt? I want to think that. <laughs> hmm. I yeah. just. I- I have a hard time believing he has good intentions with anything. Yeah, I same. I, I'm still having that problem. And I do see him changing, but I'm still like, eh, it's Chuck. But right. also, I can't see what he would have had to gain from that besides protecting her. So maybe maybe yeah. he did have a good, good right. moment there. I mean, the only other thing would just be like Carter out of his sight. But I mean, if he knows that Serena was happy, and I think he truly did care about that at least so right I, I don't know i like to think that he did it for her 
Um, she says, are you glad for once that Blair didn't meddle in Serena's love life this episode, even though Chuck <laughs> did? Yeah, I'm super glad, actually. I Me guess. <laughs> I, I kind of still felt like she was in some way. Cause she, I guess because she, yeah. she was being annoying about Nate. And even though that has nothing yeah, to do oh, with yeah, them. Oh, yeah, true. But she, she was meddling in Nate's, yeah. not in Serena's. Yeah, the two of them. I guess they're meant for each other. Yeah. (laughs) It's two meddlers, but the worst way possible. Right. Uh, uh, She said, who would you put, this is a great question, who would you put on a double date from both of our shows, The O.C. and Gossip Girl? She would put Kiki and Sandy and Lily and Rufus on a double date. For sure. (laughs) Yes, please. For sure. Be so much fun. Wow, what a good question. I feel like who none of them would want to go with Chuck and Blair. No, I would right? not they want to torture my friends. <laughs> I feel like Ser- I feel like Serena and Dan could definitely, even Nate could like come over to the OC a little bit more relaxed. But I don't know if maybe I don't know. I that's a hard question. For me. I think maybe Marissa and Serena and Summer could hang out. Yeah, I could see that. I think Serena would would work well with them. Definitely not Blair by any means. Or maybe Vanessa. Vanessa would be good with them. Maybe Vanessa and Seth as friends. Yeah, like I, I know we're good. supposed to be double dating here, but I'm just trying to think of friend pairing. <laughs> right? uh, fun question. I love mixing my friends. I just would love Taylor in this world because oh, yeah. she would be hysterical. Definitely. Yeah. That was a great question. If you guys have your answers, please let us know. I know I'd love to read them next week. We got an email from our buddy, Sean. He states, I just wanted to say that I feel bad for Padge this episode. They throw a wedding and concert in his loft. And from my experience, throwing house parties are stressful. (laughs) He kills me. People always stay longer than they should. And you have to at least clean up whenever they leave. At least most of the people at the wedding were older adults. So they should be more responsible. But it gives me so much anxiety to have that many people in my living space. Hope you guys are doing well (laughs) physically and mentally. (laughs) That was all from Sean. That's so funny. I love that. It comes from such a true place, you know. Right? He's like, ooh, too many people in my house. I'm not okay with that. I just want to go to sleep. Get out. (laughs) Yeah, I totally, I feel that. I mean... We're like that. You're sometimes at parties. Michelle will be like, all right, guys, bye. I'm going to bed. Yeah. Or I'll be like, you got to go. You have to yeah, go now. You got to go. You got to go. <laughs> Great questions. Uh, Shannon, do you have anything you'd like to add to any of these that we didn't answer? Um, I I don't know. Um, I I mean, I watched, I watched the episode and I have all of these. Well, I thought I took notes, but really I was just writing down quotes that I found amusing. So they're not very helpful. <laughs> what but, quotes did you like? Well, I have a ton, so I'm just going to edit down a little bit. Okay. Um, <laughs> I saw her coffin in telltale Louis Vuitton broom on the floor. <laughs> um, who would have guessed that nine months later, Klaus would have elfed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love that one, too. Um, the only time I want to hear the word no is if Ruth Madoff wants an invite. Yes. I know. I was cracking up with that one. And my absolute favorite, uh, what does it mean when someone used to grab your ass but now doesn't? <laughs> I also had that one. Yeah, I, I had that, that one, too. I so did feel good. bad for the hot dog guy that had to be asked that, though. He was probably yeah. really confused. He was like, uh, I don't know. Awkward. 
Well, I think that's all for our question segment. We thank you so much, Shannon. This Thanks, has been Shannon. such a blast. This was so fun. Yeah, you had such great insight. We really, uh, it was a great, it was a great segment and we oh, have thoroughly so enjoyed. Yes. We loved your insight and questions. So thank much you, thank fun. You, thank you. Thanks, Shannon. All right. Thank you so much, Shannon, for being with us. We thoroughly enjoyed having you. Going to go into our trivia. The episode title is based off the movie Rachel Getting Married. Have you seen that movie? I have not. I have not seen that movie. I remember her being like a maybe a depressed sister or something of the bride. I just remember seeing previews, but I truly have know nothing about it. Vanessa's IM name is DocuGirl91. <laughs> oh, how cute. And as we said before, it is revealed Georgina had Poppy Lipton, Poppy Lipton deported after her Ponzi scheme in the Upper East Side. And as I said before, this is Scott Rawson's last appearance on the show. And would you like to know if this is Breeze? <laughs> I'm just, you know what? Sure. It is Breeze's last appearance as Un- well. Un-fucking mm-hmm. believable. <laughs> you know what? Bree is fine. Right. But the Scott it's situation, not okay. it's not okay. Yeah. It's not okay. You <laughs> know, I totally agree. <laughs> Uh, music we had in this episode, Lessons Learned by Matt and Kim, Liz Topomania by Phoenix, Lost in City Lights by The New Cities, Antenna by Sonic Youth, and Star Power by Sonic Youth. Fashion. I only had one headband. I had two, but I oh. might have counted the same one twice. Maybe. I liked Nate's button-down, denim button-down that he wore at Dim Sum. I thought that was very, yeah. very cute. I liked Padge's white button down. Me too. I liked Vanessa's mixed metal necklace. It was like gold and silver and bronze, like chains, I guess. Yeah. I really liked that. I liked Lily's jewel-toned earrings and then her baby blue earrings that she wore. At the wedding. The wedding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I loved Serena's dress at the wedding. I thought that suited her perfectly and just like that oh, as my- well. Gorgeous. Uh, Lily's statement ring. It was a black stone. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, it was really pretty. Jess liked Serena's outfit during the wedding planning. I guess it was, I think it was a vest again. Serena and those vests. And uh, she also liked the dress that Blair wore at the wedding as well as Lily's dress at her wedding. I liked Vanessa had a gold elephant necklace. Oh, I don't know if did you she? That, but I liked that. Oh, yeah. it's probably so cute. I love, you know, anything. Anything elephant, enamel, things. Yeah. Anything else? That's all I had. Oh, oh, wait. No, I actually really liked that Lily didn't wear white. You did? I did. I mean, because yeah, it's like I, fifth time's a charm, right? So. Yeah, and I just, it was more personalized, and it, I felt it was more her, even though she didn't feel like herself because she couldn't think of the vows. But yeah. dress-wise, I felt, I love when people don't wear white to mm-hmm. weddings. Yeah. Just to make it your own thing. Right. Right, we'll go into some quotes. I have, toaster pastries are all I can afford. Oh my God, toaster pastries. Mm. The toilets in Tokyo talk. (laughs) I know I let you kids watch The Parent Trap way too many times. I sent him animated e-cards. Oh my God, Georgina. Hey, where are you going? I have tension. And then Vanessa, she's like, you're a full-on crazy person. I love when Vanessa says, I'm not in love with you, you moron. Get Dan to dump the whore. You ran in jeans. Did it chafe? (laughs) (laughs) When Georgina asks 
uh, Vanessa, wow, I had a brain fart there. <laughs> Should we review Plan B again? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the the famous quote: "What does it mean when someone used to grab your ass but now doesn't?" Expectations come with being Lily Bass. They sure do. Tish liked, okay, let's go, new mean girls. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took 20 years, but we finally made it. Oh, yeah. What a nice, like, send-off to our so cute. parents. Yeah. Okay, we can go into MVP and shittiest. Yes. I'm not happy with my shittiest, but it's fine. Yeah. Whatever. All right, MVP on three. Okay. Three. Three. Two. Two. One. One. Rufus. Rufus. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Vic and Tish also chose Rufus for being patient and knowing that him and Lily will work out. Yeah, pretty much that's why I chose him and also just for him believing in love. Right, like love can fix things. And then as soon as Scott ran off, he immediately went to go find him. Like he just, he's all about family and love and it's just so good to see because it's refreshing compared to like the other people on the show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I also gave a tiny blue ribbon to Serena. I felt like she did a lot of work for the wedding and planning, and she really didn't annoy me in this episode. And Jess actually chose her for planning the parent trap and helping out with the wedding. I had to agree to that. Halfway through, when she started planning the wedding, I was like, ooh, Serena, you might be an MVP status right now. Right, I know. Same. But I I have to, you know, tip a hat to her blue ribbon. Right. All right, shittiest. Yeah. Three. Three. Two. Two. One. One. Georgina. Blair. Ooh, good one. Yeah, but the thing is, Blair really didn't do anything that was unlike Blair in this episode. I know, but she still just shitty, though. annoyed me. She just annoyed me for whatever reason that I... I don't know. I was. I just was not digging her. Yeah, same. I wasn't either. I just Georgina was a cop out because she blurted out Scott's secret. Oh yeah. Not that it right. wasn't the truth, but I mean, it's I not thoroughly, her story. Right. Exactly. I still enjoy her, but I felt she was shitty. And I also did give a little blue ribbon to Brie because, like, she essentially used Nate, even though she didn't truly mean to in the beginning, but then she ended up doing it. So Yeah, that's really fucking shitty. Yeah, Jess chose Brie for using Nate to get to Carter, and Tish and Vic, like me, chose Georgina for blowing up Scott's spot at the wedding. Hmm. Okay, is that time for Patron of the Week? Woo! It's Patron of the it's This week, I chose a very new patron to the network. Her name is Mallory, and we're so excited to have her. Yay. She sent us a lovely message on Patreon, which I did read on Let's Talk OC, so go check it out over there. But we just wanted to still say thank you so much for pledging to the network. We're so excited to have you. Your passion for all teen dramas and things is just so exciting, and we love that you joined us, and we're mad about Mal. Mad about Mal! <laughs> so cute, I love it. Yeah. All right, Michelle, it's time for the title for next week, my three gossip words. Three gossip words. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay, the title for next week, season 
three, episode six, wow, is enough about Eve. Oh, okay, yeah. My Who three is Eve. <laughs> my three gossip words are parents, gambling, speech. Uh, did we get a name of the cousin? Bree's cousin? Yeah, Beth. Beth. Damn. Yeah. As soon as you, as soon as I was asking that question, I was like, Michelle, it was Beth, because I was like, oh, her name is Eve, and that's the route I was going to go. Yeah. Wrong route. Wrong route. Okay. So, let's see here. Parents gambling speech. Well, they took Carter. So I'm feeling like Carter has to deal with Bree's family. Mm. But Bree's out of the picture. Right. Which is so, so stupid. Because if he's still dealing with her family, like he's not on the island. So no, no, we're still okay. dealing he, with that. Now Bree's gone. It's just so stupid. But whatever. So he still has to deal with the Buckleys. Right. This is not a, a storyline that's going to fizzle out on me. No, not at least not next week. <laughs> okay. So he has to go figure something out and maybe they oh maybe they don't actually beat him up but they bring him to a poker game because didn't carter take nate's stuff in the first season with a with a gambling game Yeah, the first time we see carter he knows nate is good for the money and he tricks him yeah so maybe something like that even though Carter was trying to trick them, and they have money, so maybe that's not really right here. I mean, you're, although you're, I get what you're saying. You're definitely warm in that idea, so. Yeah, yeah, because when I think of Carter, that's how I, this is like how all we know of him is that he just connives and schemes, and and so he doesn't have money right now, so that's what he was trying to do is get money from this family. Right. And, like, if I was Serena and heard that, I'd be like, wow, are you with me trying to get money now? You know? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. He he owes them a – he owes them debt, too. Because now it's right. like, you hurt my family, so now you need to pay. Right. Uh, a speech. That This is a real tough one because I don't know where a speech would come in. And parents – well, now there's new parents on the block. Married couple, Lily and Rufus – my goodness, they better make it. This better, they better be endgame because why would we waste all this time? Yeah. Like Lily already had a marriage this series. She's had two marriages and a death, as Mike said. It's in the like chat. insane. Yeah. Come on. Or maybe we're going to, we'll, we'll get Serena's dad in the picture. What's going on with him? And then a speech, maybe in college, one of them has to give a speech in either a class or Georgina still has to. Well, oh, Georgina. And what's his name? Vanya? Vanya, yeah. I feel like this is literally just verbal diarrhea that's happening (laughs) right now because none of my thoughts are connected. This is me processing. So we have to deal with that, too. These words are tough, Liz. I feel like I usually have a better... Obviously, next week they'll make way more sense. Of course, yeah. Well, but obviously, um, you're definitely very you're you're pretty warm with some stuff. So okay, you'll see next week how they develop. Um, my my three gossip words are a tiny bit clever. I guess I don't know. 
For sure. They always are. <laughs> you know, because I feel like with this show, as I've said in the past, like I could literally pick three synonyms for like something bad to happen and that's what a gossip girl would be or like as i said like sex drugs and scandals like that would be yeah. like right gossip girl in a in a nutshell but um you did well with my three gossip words thank you now that you have all of that information who do you think could be gossip girl in this episode i'm gonna go with georgina okay makes sense just, yeah just because she's in it and, you know, she's the one. She's the only one who actually brought up Gossip Girl this episode. Yeah, she did. She, she read about the wedding on Gossip Girl. So, and she's just a tricky little girl. So I have to go with her. Yeah, that's a great prediction. Uh, Tish this week picked Jenny for no particular reason, just a hunch that she got. So, okay. Yeah, I could see that. And that's where we end the episode for this week. Thank you so much, Shannon. Thank you to all of our other patrons and people who sent us questions and comments. We clearly love to read them. If you want to send us a voice memo, please do that. We had that on this week on Let's Talk OC. It was so much fun. Get to hear someone's voice. Play it live on the podcast. Um, Loved it. Yeah, it was awesome. If you like to reach out to us, you can do so on all of our social media accounts at Three Gossip Girls Pod. If you want to send us an email, we are at Three Gossip Girls Pod at gmail.com. If you're an Apple Podcast user, please consider rating us and writing a review over there. It helps us out tremendously. We just got back on the charts top 150 for the u.s so yay thank you to whoever is listening you guys are amazing and we will see you guys next week for three six i cannot believe we're here i say this every single week but enough about eve is going to be next week so see you then you know you love us xoxo gossip Gossip Girls. girls